What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Tom Shifflett Podcast. I am your host, Tom Shifflett. Joining me, as always, Kyle Harkins. What's up, dude? What's going on? So it's been a little bit, you know, a little two-day yeah. hiatus. It felt like it was weeks, though, honestly, because of the schedule yeah, that we were did. on, doing it every day. The past two days, I was like, God damn, when's the last time that we did an episode? It's probably been like a month or so. I feel like we're like so yeah. behind here, but it was like, it's only two days. But a lot of stuff has been going on. Like, Joel and Beats, like, found out he's got a torn meniscus in his knee, and it's like, fuck. That's that's horrible. That's like a, that's, that's all really I was praying deal. that was going to happen is that they got out of that series without any injuries. Then Joel Embiid tries to beat Robin Lopez off the dribble, gets knocked down on the ground. The way he falls, he has a slight tear, but it's also joining the other kind of slight tear that he has in the other knee as well. So it's it's horrible. Like I, I, I just because this is the same kind of injury that Andrew Bynum had, and he never really recovered from it after he played through the 2010 title run and they won the championship. And then he got his knee cleaned up that summer. After that, his knee was never the same after that. And he played, yeah. he played on it the whole time. So yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of worried that, you know, this is what's going to happen to Joel. And, you know, going forward here, they're really going to need Joel Embiid to beat Atlanta because, I mean, yeah. if he's not there, I, I don't see them f- uh, beating yeah. Atlanta in a seven game series right now. The way that Atlanta's playing. And speaking of, you know, Atlanta has already moved on to the next round. They're playing mm-hmm. Philly, obviously. They closed out the Knicks. Yeah. The Knicks stunk, you know. And now we're getting to the thing where it's like, do the Knicks even give Julius Randle the max? And, like, I, yeah, you do. I mean, you do. Yeah. Because you're yeah. the Knicks. You need someone yeah, exactly. to be here. And then you hopefully lure somebody else to come and play with Julius Randle yeah. to bring him down the pecking order. Because before we started this, it was like, Julius is a high level too. And that's fine. Like, that's cool with that. Like, but. He's not going to win a series being a two and then trying yeah. to play like a one. And maybe Millen mm. put on a fucking clinic on how to defend him, man. They just made him play in a crowd and he just, yep. he was not prepared for it. Neither was RJ Barrett. So the Knicks, it was a good step forward. They weren't expected to be here. They kind of overachieved a bit, which is good. Now, all you have to do is just be patient, though. They don't need to spend a bunch of money on someone for no reason. No, just yeah, wait until exactly. you get a guy to come. You'll Please. be all right. Go make a run yes. of things. So then. Don't. Spend twenty two million on Evan Fournier. <laughs> That's all. Evan Fournier. Yeah. He's gonna be a Maverick. Like Mark Cuban's got the type. And yeah. then, so before we even so get jo- to the Lakers debacle, then the other day, Brad Stevens steps down as the head coach of the Boston Celtics to become the president of operations for the Boston Celtics while Danny Ainge retires. So yeah. essentially, what boiled down to was Brad Stevens. He was tired of the grind. He was tired of coaching. He was just he was worn out. So he went into his boss and said, hey, I'm tired of doing this. Let me have your job, yeah. all right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. basically what happened. That's like, dude, that's, what the hell, man? That's like stocking shelves yeah. at Safeway, and then you're like, man, I hate doing this, boss. Let me just take your job. And they're like, oh, okay, sounds good, man. Sit down. Mm-hmm. Except I, it's I way it more fun, extreme man. than that. Yeah, well, it's like, okay, so you're getting rid of Danny Ainge. We make fun of Danny Ainge a lot. Danny almost, like he almost made the trade, blah, blah, blah. We know he was in on every mm-hmm. trade, but he didn't do it, but like, Danny Ainge has done a pretty good job. I know it wasn't the most successful run ever. They only got the one title. But for the most part, the teams were very successful. They were always in the picture. And, you know, Brad Stevens kind of underachieved at some points. He overachieved the 2018 year with Tatum, rookie year in the Eastern Conference Finals. Of course, they overachieved. But for the most part, they have kind of underachieved. They've had really talented rosters this year. They got, you know, ravaged by some injuries, some COVID stuff. But still... 
but yeah, I mean, they weren't I'm just interested. Russell, yeah, interested to see what he does with the roster and everything. And yeah, right. I guess he just wants to play a little manager. He just wants to mess with the cat. Well, see the thing what he is, can get, like, see who he can get and do whatever he wants to do with whatever he wants to with who he wants to you know continue to go with because he he coaches these guys. So you would think he knows their strength and their weaknesses and what he needs to build on as a team. So well, it's like so not only are you losing now your your coach is moving up to a position he's never done before. Now you're mm-hmm. leaving a giant hole at head coach where you've mm-hmm. had an advantage over most teams for a long time here because this is what six or seven years of Brad Stevens now. I think it's around that time, but he's generally regarded as one of the best coaches in basketball. Yeah, and even so you're that, leaving a giant, giant hole in the head coaching spot. And they already talked about Jason Kidd and Lloyd Pierce at the top of the list. This is the top of the list. This is who you got? Yeah. yeah. Jason Kidd? That's the, that stinks. I think I think it is gonna be Jason Kidd. I think it might I think it might be a Portland now. What's happening? You have running dog fights? I think so. You running dog fights? Hi. Hi. Dana. Shut up. That's how you handle it right there. But it's like, well, okay, so Jason Kidd is now linked. Just this morning I was reading that he's linked to the Portland job because yesterday Denver closed out Portland in game six, 126 to 115. You know, Dame had the insane 55-point game. He set the record for three-pointers in a playoff game. Mm -hmm. Went Mm -hmm. bananas, double overtime. They blow it. C.J. McCollum was shaving points. I don't know what was happening. Same thing with Robert Covington. I don't know what happened. Also, Mike Malone should have just fouled fucking Damian Lillard twice. He had two opportunities to do it. Fourth quarter, eight seconds left. Foul him. Up three. Foul him, obviously. You haven't been able to stop him all day. You play him one-on-one. Tie. Okay. First overtime. Three-point lead. All right. Let's not let this happen again, right? Let's just foul him, huh? Nope. No foul. One-on-one. Going over double overtime. Like, what are we doing here? Absolutely yeah. idiotic. But it was great for us because we got to watch a great basketball game yeah, because the Lakers were getting curb-stomped at the time. They were down 40 points at that time. So it was like, thank God some high-level basketball is going on. But so Dean came off of that one. He did struggle a little bit shooting the ball. But, I mean, 28-13, and 13, he can't really – get too down on him for that. Just the, the others didn't really show up there in the fourth quarter. They blew a 14-point lead because the other guys just weren't knocking shots down. It was kind of the same thing that happened in the double overtime game where homeboys just couldn't they couldn't make a shot. They couldn't buy a bucket. And yeah. you could tell that Nikolai Jokic in game six, he was saving bullets there in that first half. There were a couple times where he could have attacked. He didn't, but he was like, don't worry. I'm going to unload the whole clip. Once we get to the fourth quarter, it's winning time. And no, Jokic just went insane, man. Like 36, 8, and 6. He was he was phenomenal, man. Yeah, he took it over, man. He did. And, and when he really goes, what kind of Charles alluded to was like, if he goes, he gets everyone involved. They look better. Kind of like Michael Porter was having a great, you know, game. Or Michael whatever, Porter Jr. is hilarious because when he had that twenty six point quarter, I was like, yeah. this guy is going to end up with thirty one points to end the game. <laughs> right. And he ended up with like thirty one <laughs> points. Like it yeah, was exactly. hilarious the way he yeah. got so hot. You're like, holy shit, is. Is he going to get 50 points like Dame did? Is that what's going to happen here? Because he was unconscious and then yeah. disappeared. Yeah, Disappeared. I mean, he didn't make a shot weird, until the third quarter, like mid-third quarter. He didn't yeah. make another bucket again. It was, so, it was so weird. It wasn't like Portland was doing that great no. job, like doing anything he else. Just like, they were still defending disappeared. the same way. He just yeah, disappeared. Like, it's, weird how, it's, it's weird how they both play. Like Portland 
falls in that ISO, like shooting the ball, like taking really bad shots. And like, that's why they, you know, the Nuggets got back in the game and yep. Joke is just, you know, just dominated the game. Like they had multiple double digits leads and they watched them both disappear. But then yeah, they, 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 they took control again game. after they blew the first double digit lead. They regained control and like, okay, this is over. We're going to game seven. Yep. Their body language in Denver was like, all right, we're just going to get game seven. It's fine. We gave it. We almost got it, whatever. And then Portland just opened the door for him. Bad shot yeah. selection, missed rotations, and then Jokic was just Jokic. So it's very the interesting to see. was terrible. Yeah, it was a nightmare, and it just snowballed into the fourth quarter. And you felt bad for Dame. Like, run, you I felt think. bad for yeah. Dame. And now Dame is, you know, putting up cryptic IG captions. And, you know, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if is it time for Dame Lillard to run from the grind? I vote yes. He should run from the grind. Start teaming up with from other superstars. Grind. Run away from the grind, bro. Grind ain't all that, man. I'm telling you, it's not. Come go, on, Dame. Yeah, go, just come on. go just... away, man. Go. And it sucks, you know, and this isn't even a small market thing. Like, if Portland figures out a way to get a guy there, cool, man, do it. But Dame needs to have his foot on their neck like, you need to get me a guy here or you need to get me the hell out of town. Figure it out, man. Get me somebody yeah. now. This and... is unacceptable. And, again, I love C.J. McCollum. Him and Dame, it doesn't work. It's not going to get you far in the playoffs. It just doesn't, man. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. When both of your guards don't play a lick of defense, it's not good. Yeah. And when you both need the ball in your hand a lot to be really successful, it's just it's not going to work. Now, what would be really cool is if Dallas handles business tonight, LA gets eliminated, they swap PG, CJ McCollum. Ooh. Well, they would Kawhi leave too? No. No, dude, he's Why not leaving LA, man. He's home. Yeah, but Kawhi ain't dealing with that. Why? Why? Why would you think Kawhi would think he'd have a better chance winning with CJ than PG? I don't think Kawhi cares. I think he does. I don't think he does because he he does. A he hits bit. just whacking to Paul George. Well, <laughs> you hits just mean... whacking to Paul George. <laughs> Yeah, but Paul George is better than CJ. I love CJ to death, but sometimes it's just it's it's. I'm talking about fit wise. Fit wise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's just CJ McCollum can take some of that like ball handling duty away. He can take some. He can do some of that playmaking for them that they need. But this is just something I'm thinking more of the realm for Portland. Like Paul George is one of the best. Not if not like he may even be the best catch and shoot spot up guy like on the wing right now, like. His level of shooting off the catch is incredible. Now the problem is he gets himself in trouble is when he's going off the dribble and he's doing all the dancing into a like a pull up jump shot. Like when he's just out on the perimeter catching and shooting, he's not going to mm-hmm. shit down. You know it's going down. I mean, it would be a great move for Portland. Uh, yes, that would be that's that would be the, that would be the one of the. But I don't. I just don't. I couldn't see the Clippers wanting to do that. Or but like we'll see how the series be works. Better. I don't know if that series was, but the, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're going to do something again. Something drastic is going to happen out of Portland. Like, Terry Stotts is already gone. Like, they're going to fire him here shortly. Like, it's going to happen. We're going to get that alert I think alert CJ's going to, I think CJ's going to, He's got to go. He's got to go somewhere. I, I, going like, somewhere. You know yeah. what makes a lot of sense is Los Angeles. Like, the Lakers. That makes a lot of sense for them. That'd now, be cool. But they don't have the, the pieces to do it. Like, does Kuzma, Taylor Horton Tucker, KCP or Schroeder, and the 22nd overall pick, oh. does that swing you enough to deal for CJ McCollum? No, it doesn't. 
No, it doesn't. Portland, I've seen it all day. It yeah, doesn't. No, no, Portland no, no, would hang no. up they, the they, phone. No, yeah. They're they not sending they him to for LA pieces. for they that. They need to trade for the yeah. They need to trade for a better player. You know what I mean? So like, I, I don't know. Something's got to change in Portland, though. Something has to change, and it's it's mm-hmm. still flabbergasting that now they have to throw a bunch of money at Norman Powell when they could have just had Gary Trent Jr. under control for a little bit longer. But it is yeah. what it is. It is what it is. It is we what told, it yeah, is. We said I don't we know. Said that that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And then hey, Gary Trent might have played better, but Norman, Gary I mean, Trent Norman had a fifty pointer okay. at one point. He had fifty point yeah. ball. It was against my Cleveland Cavaliers, which I guess doesn't count, but he still scored fifty points. So. Just, just he would have. I think he would have helped out. This still, series, he's a young asset though that you could have under control for a little bit longer. Now you're already worried about too. the cap space, yeah. and now you have to throw money at Norman Powell, mm-hmm. or Maybe he's going right. to walk away, and you're going to lose Gary Trent Jr. for literally nothing. So it's kind of like yeah. they're screwed. Oh, and then yeah. Nurkic, you have to bring back yeah. Nurkic back, and Nurkic was like, "I'll come back, but coach better not be here." If the situation's different, sure, I'll be back. So, I mean, Portland's got a lot of things to go on. They, they This is, you got to hit the button here. We're, yeah. we're blowing it up. And I said it a while ago, and they were like, screw you, Tom. We're going to go on a run, and we're going to make the playoffs. And it's like, okay, you're delaying the inevitable, dude. Like, it's still going to happen. You're going to have to blow yeah. this up at some point. Here it comes. Man. You lose game six on your home floor, blowing a ball, a 14-point lead. Like, uh, you got to yeah, go. Yeah, you got to go. You're wasting go prime game times, man. So, yeah, there's that, and and for Denver, like, I don't know how they won this series, man. Honestly, with the guard play that they have going into the series, you're like, this is what we just, worried about the whole time. It's like you have Capazzo and Austin Rivers versus CJ McCollum and Dame. This is going to be a nightmare. How are they going to yeah, win this series? Yeah, and they, then I mean, Capazzo, Austin Rivers was rookie. like, what? He was having like an out of body experience throughout this series, man. The that's way he was who, shooting the ball, dude. State. Yeah. That's oh who mixtape Austin Rivers, man. I, I don't think that's sustainable because no. you, you saw when when Portland um was getting up on him. He when he tries to drive, he lo- like people take it from him like it's game. well, yeah. CJ so, kept stripping the ball from him. Yeah, so like when they started actually getting into him, but he knew that from day one that they don't play D. So I can give him that herky jerky jab. Us, shit, like this is and why I can just shoot it. When we were talking you know? about the series, so, you took Portland. I took Denver. I took Denver because they play a little bit more defense than Portland does. But none of these teams play defense, and it's going to be a real shock for Denver. Once they play Phoenix, oh, Phoenix is gonna Phoenix is gonna well, mop the floor I'm thinking with them. About it, they're gonna Phoenix is gonna the mop guard, the floor with them. Like what you just said, the guard play Phoenix is just on a even, whole even the level. corpse of Chris Paul is still going to do. Oh my! And you, and DeAndre you know Ayton how, is gonna fight with Jokic. Well, actually, I was actually looking at Jokic's number versus DeAndre Ayton this season. He's shooting less than thirty percent in like I think it was like eighteen shot attempts on DeAndre Ayton. Aiden's done a really good job. I think he has Short, like four yeah, or five turnovers forced against him too. Like Aiden did a really good job against a lot of great centers this year. Like it was kind tries, of funny man. that everybody kind of just wrote him off after his rookie year, where it was like, yeah, "Oh, he stinks on defense. He can't do anything." He's like, he's a young big man. They're, none of them, yeah, him... none of them defend very well unless they're generational yeah, exactly. defenders. Like yeah. he just stinks now. Like that's it. And then last <laughs> yeah. year was like. He uh, missed half the year because of like the performance enhancing drug thing, but like yeah. again, I preface it this: this is it's kicking in. DeAndre Aiden <laughs> didn't get suspended for as many times as he, as many games as he did. Phoenix would have already made the playoffs last year. Dal, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, this would be this meteoric rise or something like that. They would have already been in the playoffs, and then they add yeah, Chris exactly. Paul, and you're like, oh shit. But like I said, this wasn't surprising for Phoenix for me. I had them as a top five, finishing as a top five seed this year. 
Mm-hmm. I did. Like, they were so good last year. They're so talented. And you get a guy like Chris Paul just to make life easier for Devin Booker. Like, I don't care how good Chris Paul was. Like, he just made Devin Booker's life so much easier. Yeah. He just added that. that so, Devin Booker is going to tear them apart. And I'm I'm excited now. Now's the point, like, all right, cool. LeBron's out of it. That's it. I'm all in. I just want to see these young dudes just kill it. That's where I'm at right now. And I'm excited, man. Oh, We're in good yeah. hands. We're in good hands right now. I mean, we can talk about the Lakers real quick. Like, Lakers lose 113-100. AD tried to gut it out after Charles Barkley called him Anthony Street Clothes Davis. Everyone made fun of him. So then he decided to try and play. And then Charles was morality police at halftime. Like, oh, I'm so pissed off that they let him play and they made him play, blah, blah, blah. It's like, which one is it, dude? Were you making fun of him because he wasn't tough enough to play? Or are you bashing the team because they let him play? Which one is it, buddy? You can't be on both sides. He wanted to swallow. His, He's a clown. He just he, he didn't want to be that guy to call him out and then end up playing and get hurt. He's a clown. He wanted to be like, well, you no, already I did it. Say. You already did it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're so, a clown. Go, go swallow your words. So Anthony Davis, else. he tried to play it out. He tried to gut it out. Didn't work out. He couldn't move. And you've watched him in pregame. I don't know how he got cleared. He wasn't moving well. When he was in the layup line, he couldn't move. <laughs> yeah, you t- oh, I told you how he was running. So And the layup it line, just... he couldn't move. So it was like, why is he playing? It's not, it wasn't even the thing where it's like, oh, he could be like a, you know, a really good decoy. It's like, he can't even make it up the floor. So this is I think a it was complete waste of time. Because the Suns, literally, their game plan was, we're just going to get this guy out of the game or we're just going to kill Well, it was you. like, it was puzzling that they were just so generous with that switch, knowing what Anthony Davis was at the time. They were just like, exactly. okay, I just mean, switch just that with Booker and, and AD immediately. And Booker got going really quick. He got going really quick. Two, he got yeah. two super clean looks, and that's all he needed because... The rest of that ball game, I don't think the ball even hit the rim when he was shooting the ball, man. He was out of his mind. Yeah, he did whatever he wanted. The he was whole eight for ten last much. night from three. Eight for ten. Yeah, I mean he that's was incredible. Just and just every time that it felt like LA was finally going to take reins and they were going to go, Devin Booker would come down the other end and hit a big shot. We we're just like, okay, we're you're not coming back here. I'm I'm done with this series. We're over here. So that's it. And Devin Booker. He was the best player in the series once Anthony Davis got hurt. He ascended himself the best player in the series. He outplayed LeBron. He outplayed a half of Anthony Davis, whoever. He was the best player in the series, and that's what knocked it down. And yeah. you could talk about the officials. You can talk about injuries. talk about this and that. Devin Booker was the best player in the series, and that's that's why they won this series, plain and simple. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think, again, this, this is disappointing for LA, obviously, and this is a first for LeBron, his first ever loss in the first round. I mean, this is kind of insane. Like we've never seen this before. Like he's not in the playoffs anymore. Like, are you sure? Like, when does he play again? It's like, no, he's he's out. Like the first round's over. Like that's it. LeBron's not in it anymore, and he just didn't have it. He just didn't have it, and it was kind of insane for myself to kind of still put my eggs all in that basket and still have that belief that playing two games after a twenty-six game layoff on a high ankle sprain is gonna be enough for you to play high level basketball and carry a team to where they need to go. And, you know, it might've worked if Anthony Davis wouldn't have went down, but Anthony Davis did go down and they're down their best player, arguably on that team. And the rest of the team is not that great, honestly. And it's built to be fourth, sixth options. Like it's just, they're supposed to be playing off Anthony Davis and LeBron. And when it's half of LeBron and no AD, it stinks, and that's what happened. And again, I think what's, I think people are bearing the headline here that Phoenix is really goddamn good. As much as emphatic as I was that they weren't going to win the series, but Phoenix is really, really good basketball team, and they have a chance here to make a finals run now. For real, yeah, they, I mean, yeah, 
They yeah, don't they, have I mean, any deficiencies where it's like, yeah, that's not going to get them. That's that's going to kill them. They don't. No, they really don't. And, you know, Chris Paul, I mean, the thing is, if they can just stay healthy, Chris Paul can really stay healthy. Yeah, if Chris Paul's shoulder can kind of work itself out here, they have a little bit of time to, like, kind of chill for a second. Um, I think, you know, I think they'll be okay. I, I don't think Denver gives them any problems. So I'd say no. Phoenix wins this one about five or six. I don't think this is a set. But, I mean, it is a Jokic no. series. He likes to go long. They somehow go six or seven every time for homeboy. Yeah, I mean, it could it could get six. You know what but, I mean? But I mean, but this is also is different too. So if if LA doesn't figure out a way to win this one tonight and they're out, I, Dallas isn't going to beat Phoenix. Dallas isn't going to beat Utah either. So Utah and and Phoenix, I I take Phoenix on that one easily. Dallas has a chance to beat Utah. They can't they stop shooting Rudy Gobert, man. Uh, yeah, Rudy Gobert is going to look like Wilt. Utah is going to shoot. Probably the lights Look, out. Look for too, Dallas but... to think that your your series altering plan was to put Boban in. That's a problem. The problem is that it worked though. Well, they won. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem is that it worked. So like, okay, yeah, so uh... Luca had yeah, the broken not... neck, whatever. When last time we recorded, Luca's neck was falling off or whatever, and he played like yeah, dog yeah, shit. Yeah. And we're like, Christ. oh, what do the Mavericks do from here? Luca got Tortorol or whatever he got. He got a nice little shot of something. He was feeling really good. He was I knew killing he was gonna, it. I told you, yeah, he's gonna well, get he's that little, bounce back. He was fine, but that little shot, you know, yeah. Rick Carlisle. But the opposite of what Ty Lue was doing, he kept getting smaller, smaller, smaller. Carlisle's like, "Fuck it, I'm going Bobon. Put him in there. Let's go." And it it kind of enticed L.A. to stay out of the paint, which I think was Carlisle's idea because they were getting destroyed in the paint. Like yeah, I think, I think I told to you like it was like Kawhi was shooting eighty two percent at the rim, PG was at seventy eight percent from the rim. They were killing it. Like mm-hmm. it was bananas the way they were shooting. So Boban in there kind of deterred them from going inside and depending more on those jump shots like they did the first two games of the series, and it worked out. Like uh, Kawhi would, was he put up a stinker in the fourth quarter there. It was a very obtainable game. Yeah, and you know Terrence Mann probably shouldn't have passed out of that layup and just you know took it but you know it is what it is and they lose this game i mean uh, how many times were the ma- i mean it well, it was like 96 to 80 going into the fourth like how the third quarter was like oh well the third quarter has really been the first quarter and the third quarter have been just the like telltale sign of who's going to win this series so like well not nah. dallas has won the first quarter i think every single one of them I'm pretty sure they've won the first quarter in every game. Yeah, and they've I mean, usually been up by yeah. double digits. And then the third quarter, that's why they kind of slip away. But yeah. they just didn't have it in the fourth quarter. Again, Terrence Mann just take the layup instead of passing out of it for no reason. They would have won I mean, the game. So. Yeah, that too. And, I mean, Batum make the goddamn layup too. Yeah, Batum missed the one too. And then Kawhi, you know, took a very puzzling one <laughs> with that third. Rajon Rondo looking at Ray him like, was like, are you insane? <laughs> What the hell yeah, was that? that? Do you know that how much time was, was left? Man. You took that? Oh, man. But, uh, it was bad, but yeah, like, that was a stinker. What the hell was, what was he going to do? Pass back to Rajon and he was going to swing it? I, I mean, he could have moved a little bit. He had a little maybe, bit of time. Maybe, maybe it worked. Maybe, yeah. It Anything wasn't, it wasn't one of those do or die, catch and shoot right now situations. He could have dribbled and made a move a little bit or if something. He, if, if he caught it and shot it immediately, it wouldn't have been that bad. Right. He hesitated. He didn't drive. And then he was like, shit. And then he faded off one foot in the corner and it was way off. So, tip your hat to Carlisle. Like, it worked. And I think he's going to do it again tonight. And we'll see if it's still going to have that effect on the Clippers' offense where they're like, 
do we There's just no shoot way, jump man. shots the whole time or do we just attack Bobon? And then, you know, they were pretty successful at times when they just went at him because he's not Go moving right laterally. Also, the way move. that attack him off those closeouts, too. He was coming out and closing out, and they were just like, well, I'm just going to walk by you here. Yeah, he can't block really nobody unless you're but, like But, I mean, this game right comes down tonight. Like, this is literally, is Luka going to be superhuman again? And is Kawhi going to bounce back from probably his worst game of the series? He still scored 20, but he's averaging about 38 this series. So... He's got to be Kawhi, Kawhi, because PG has been yeah, there. And, He's been doing it. And the shooters, the shooters for the Mavericks, man, they've been hitting. They, that's how they won last yeah. game too. Like Porzingis was making it, plays down the stretch. Tim Hardaway Jr. was making plays down the stretch. So this two is huge threes, two yeah. huge threes, so. man. So yeah, this is I. This is the only game we have. So we all our full undivided attention can be on Dallas and LA. So I'm excited for that and just wanted to get on the Laker thing here. So it's like kind of. It was around like halftime last night. A lot of people on Twitter were just just already writing their obituaries for LeBron and like, oh man, thanks for everything. And this is, you know, we never know if we'll see him again or like, it's like, what are we talking about? Like, I think it's a little absurd to, to bury him here because before Solomon Hill went Kurt Angle on him, like he was averaging about 26 a game and he was looking pretty goddamn good. And he was the front runner, honestly, for the MVP. At that point, Joe MB just went down and LA was making a push there. And like, I, I just don't think it's insane to think that LeBron can't put up the same numbers he did last year and still play the same way he did because he showed flashes through the series that he still has it. But there was a lot of times where he saw how yeah. limited he was by not even his age, but like that high ankle sprain. Like there was a couple of them that he blew by and he hardly had trouble getting on the rim. And you're like, oh God, like, but again, he's 37 at the end of this year. Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, he's still gonna be he's as, still like, like he's still. Like I just, we get it. Yeah, he's not twenty anymore. He's not twenty five. Stephen A. Smith 30. said the Lakers are done now. They're done. That's it. There's no more. He says that literally all. Windows the, shut. Like, he just says, "Yeah, that guy. That guy's an idiot." Windows yep. closed. Anthony Davis and LeBron James. The windows closed. It's like so they're not gonna go get you, somebody else. Yeah, you can literally pull up how many times where you, like he's oh. been like, "Oh, they're dead. They're dead." Same thing with and the then Nets. they come, "They're here." Well, he went they're on a three-week stretch where he flip-flopped every day on the Nets, winning the title and having no oh, shot yeah, of winning yeah. the title. It was right, hilarious. Right. Yeah. But that was bad. I think for the Lakers here, the Palenka's got a big off-season ahead of him because you know he tried to. I don't know. He tried to. Young, make the team younger, but also upgrade the team at the same exact time this summer. And, you know, the Schroeder pick up was good, but, you know, it's just, it's going to be remembered for his poor two games that he had in the middle of this Phoenix series after he tweaked his ankle at the end of game two. Like, he's playing on a bad foot, but, like, he didn't play well. So people are just going to remember that. They're not going to remember the all NBA defense that he played all year and a spark plug he was for the whole offense, but the Gasol move didn't work either. Whether it was Frank Vogel, you know, falling into politics and not playing him and playing Drummond instead of him, but he just wasn't there. It wasn't good enough. Same yeah. thing with Wes Matthews. Wes Matthews wasn't good enough, you no, know, and, wasn't. you know, you probably wish you would have had Danny Green, you know. I don't think Danny Green lets you shoot 29% for three in a series, you know? Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Hey, you know what? And I think Goodness. I, I said I was pretty adamant about this during the trade deadline show. You, you trade for Kyle Lowry. You trade for Kyle Lowry. Nine times. Ten out of ten. Kyle Lowry, you could have weathered the storm with AD going down. With LeBron and Kyle Lowry, you could have weathered the storm. 
Yeah, you could have you won this series, mm-hmm. especially with the corpse of Chris Paul out there for a couple games. Kyle Lowry could have exposed that. And he the fact, him. the fact that you didn't do it for Taylor Horton Tucker, who I mean, he shows some flashes sometimes. He had a he nice play. He had a nice putback dunk last night. He had twelve points. He kind of was keeping them oh. going. Him and LeBron were playing really well off each other because Caruso got hurt, so they had to they had to throw him in there. And he played well. Like he has flashes, you could see it, but it's not. He's not a generational thing where it's like he's holding up me getting Kyle Lowry. I'm no, sorry, man. it's just it's inexcusable, man. He was out of the rotation most of the time. Like it's I just, it's just. But Rob's, get it. Rob's, but like pressure's on Rob, yeah. and you know when the pressure was on him and he had the gun to his head the first year when LeBron didn't go so hot in L.A., he got Anthony Davis. So let's see what Rob does here. He's got some assets, I guess. Depends on your. Your, you can you can always make something out of nothing over there. Sure, it's again. Buy. Rob's pretty good at getting something out of nothing. So, what does like what does Kuzma, Taylor Horton Tucker, a KCP, or a Schroeder sign and trade with a twenty second overall pick in this year's draft? What does that get you? Does that get you Miles Turner? I don't know. Yeah. Does that get you Miles Turner? Um, I would do it for all. Oh, does that get you Miles Turner? But I, I wouldn't because see, here's these. the thing: like I don't, I don't know oh, how high know how D- Indiana even thinks. Any of these you're not trading, yeah, exactly. Well, you're. Well, I'm not trading. Look, if the LA Lakers are calling me, I'm like, who's involved? No, I'm not. no thanks. Yeah, no, no. Pass. Yeah, I'm not doing it either. Yeah, but like, well, I just watched Kuzma. They like, no thanks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, remember they, when I people mean, thought Kyle over. Kuzma was better than I mean, Jason the, Tatum? That he was going to be a, the third. Uh, he's going to be better than Jason Tatum. <sighs> Jason Tatum. They were telling me he's better than Jason Tatum. The guy averaged five points this series. He just—I don't know what happened to him, man. Bro, he just didn't get any. He had, God, man, the they worst. were down. They were down twelve. He had—he took this shot just confidently, mid-range at the top of the key. It sounded like he broke the backboard. How hard this thing bricked, man! Like it's—it—it it woke the dog up. Yeah. It's bad, man. I don't even understand because, like, when he came in, he like, stinks. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I thought he could shoot a little bit better. Like, I thought again, I think the idea of Kuzma a is a lot easier to suffer through if you have Anthony yeah. Davis and LeBron James. But if yeah, you don't yeah, have right. both of those guys, then you got Kuzma running around. He's got to be the two. You boy, that's rough. But again, I don't. Yeah, I don't think this so is the rough. end of the window for the Lakers. I don't think this is one of those think pieces where it's like, will LeBron James ever win a title again? Like they did in 2018. I was like. Okay, man. Well, he just won a title six months ago. Anthony Davis is going to be fine. He'll be back. Mm. Which is this honestly is a blessing in disguise, I think, for Miami and LA. Honestly, after well, that quick turnaround, lose. to lose quick, rest, rest. Yeah, Relax. I mean it is. Rest. I, I mean it's it's more important for LeBron. LeBron already said he's not playing in Tokyo. He's not playing in the Olympics. Good. Take a summer off. Relax, man. Yeah, I know. Barcelona's like, oh, this is what's all that's wrong with him. Shut the fuck up. He's not playing clowns. for his country. He'd rather he'd rather play for the Toon Squad. Who yeah. would play for this? Who would play for this country? Please. I mean, everybody would play for this. Country. But LeBron's done enough for Team USA. He doesn't need to get another gold medal. He's already done it. But you know, we have young guys who can do that now. Our, the the league is. I think the best part of this now is that you know Steph's not in it. LeBron's not in it. First time since 2010, we're gonna get a finals without either of them in it. That's bananas. I think this is only the second since like, I think it was what. This is like the second or third finals we're going to have since 1996 that doesn't have Jordan, Duncan, Kobe, Shaq, LeBron, or Steph. 
Yeah, Shaq's teammates have been in it for 37 years. Bananas, dude. So, but again, we're in good hands here. And then we're getting to the point now, we're going to find out who's been watching basketball all year and who hasn't. Yeah, yeah, you're damn right. We're going to find out who's been watching ball games all year. And we'll see. We're going to find out here because the sky is falling there. The big media is like, shit, LeBron's out. What do we do? And then it's like, the Clippers better not lose. What are we going to do? Yeah, that's what I'm What am I going to talk about? I don't care if the Clippers. Give me game seven, though. Just give me game seven. Get, wanna, get the Clippers out of here. I want to start the second round. Get them out. I don't care. Give me, go, give me go game home. seven. Go home. Let them, let them lose Luka. at home. Just keep going. I want to see Luka. Keep going. I want to see Luka. I want to see well, Luka. I mean, I want to see Kawhi I want to see, I wanna see another. Well, I, mean, I want to see another series of, of, of Luka. Let's go. Give me another. Let's go. the best team. Who has I mean, the best chance to win the next round? The Mavericks? Or the Clippers. The Clippers. I mean, the Clippers. It's kind of strange that then I want the Clippers. You know, if you notice that most of these teams have had a lot of like, whether you want to give them excuses or not, they've had like a a built-in kind of excuse where like it doesn't work out. It's kind of like, oh, because A, B, and C, of course. For the Clippers, it's like they don't have any of that. Fully healthy, everything. No kind of has gone against them. They've kind of just they've gone through this year and everything's fine. And now it's like. What's mm-hmm. what's the excuse now? You said it was Doc Rivers and it was Trez and it was Lou Williams. They ain't here. Who is it now? Whose fault is it? And the Doc Rivers was like, yo, Ty Lue was sitting there right next to me. So what's well, that much of a difference? Yeah, they they don't have any excuse. Um I don't know if I don't know if they pull out the series. I think they pull out this. I think game. Kawhi goes crazy tonight. That'd be a good guess. I hope so. I love watching Kawhi go to work like that. When he's like uh, when he's in attack mode and he's going I crazy wanna, like that, I love I watching like, him, man. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully we get and then, that. And then, I mean, to see Luca against them in a game seven, that would be like, oh, it'd be awesome. Oh man, that'd be that'd be that'd be must see. Well, like, I mean, we're like, we're at the point now where it's like the young guys are here. Let's do it. Let, I want to see more of the young guys just keep moving and keep yeah. moving this game along because, you know, we're gonna have Jokic in the next round. He's still a young dude, and we still got Devin Booker now, young dude. DeAndre Ayton, Trey Young, Ben Simmons is still somehow a young guy. Joel Embiid if he gets healthy, young dude, Giannis. Under 25, like, we still got all these great players right now. Like, Michael Porter yeah, Jr., too, for for Denver. Like, there's so many young mm-hmm. kids right now who are just killing it right now. And, like, the league is in such good hands going forward. But if you ask anybody who watches basketball for a living, they'll tell you this is an existential crisis because they can't just go to all reliable. Let's talk about LeBron. No, you got to talk about yeah. these kids now. You gotta watch yeah, these exactly. games now and know what the hell you're talking about now. They have, they don't know any. I, I mean, a lot of people well, are gonna well, be exposed, yeah, gonna man. This is a bad. This was the wrong year to not watch basketball games all year. This was the wrong year because and anybody can do it right now. Anybody can take it right now, man. A lot of people didn't watch a lot every game either. They were, they just didn't want to watch. No, all because the games. they were like, well, it's gonna many. be L.A. and and Brooklyn. We don't have to pay attention to anything else. All right, well, L.A. got got. The other L.A. team's probably gonna get got tonight. So you're gonna have to be paying attention to somebody else. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm so excited yeah, for Brooklyn and and Milwaukee tomorrow night. I'm so excited, man. That's all I'm. I'm watch. so excited, man. That's why I'm just like, let's just get the second round going. Let's do it. Like once LA got blown out by like 30 points, I was like, man, do I want them coming back game seven? Now, yes, of course I do. But I'm I like, mean, let's let's move it along. <laughs> just keep keep it moving. Uh, I want uh, the. So Joel and B, what the, so what are they gonna do with him? Are they just gonna monitor? Is he he's playing right? I haven't seen anything if he's going to play game one or not. I honestly don't know. Let me see. Let me see if there's been an update. I haven't seen anything, so I I don't know. Mm. But well, if way, they don't have Joel Embiid for that whole series, it's kind of a big it's deal. It's hard to not pick 
the the Hawks. No, no, know? I still I still stick with the Sixers. How? I said the Hawks got a better chance. I think Ben Simmons is gonna. Uh, but I think if Doc that, Rivers, think, if Doc Rivers want. does what he did to close out the Wizards, and he has been at the five, maybe. Well, so I think he can pull it up. I think Tobias can play really well like he did last series, and I think those shooters shoot well. They can they can easily beat the Hawks. I don't because the Hawks they have uh, Trey Young, but in moments Trey Young falls back into the game where he loses it, and then some other people are just controlling the entire game. Uh-oh. And that's we got an update here. Joel Embiid looked great. It's shoot around, recovering from his knee injury. He'll be oh, fine. Boy. He'll be fine. He'll be fine, Tom. He'll be in there. He's not, not sure if he's going to play on Sunday's game one. He's doing going to all be the a crazy game stuff. time decision. Okay. Yeah, he'll be good. Maybe he don't play game one, but he's good for the series. So hopefully, I would rather you know him rest until he's completely fine. Honestly, so well, if he misses the first two games or something like that, it is what it is, man. As long as you get it, Joel and healthy, because if he is not himself. Philly's not going anywhere. They're not. I get that, but they're not. I mean, I, I'm not gonna like just lose if I'm seventy percent. But yeah, I get you. I mean, that I, is damn good, man. David Miller coaching them up, man. Hey, we played all year. It's so crazy. You got a lot, such a large sample of games, and then we like five games happen, and then we got to answer. Does like Julius Randle deserve the max? Yo, Isn't that crazy, dude? Julius Randle averaged thirty-seven a game in three games against the Hawks. He was shooting nearly sixty percent from the floor. He was averaging almost a triple double on well, thirty-seven mm-hmm. points against Nate McMillan and the Hawks. And David Millen was like, Playoffs. "No, we're turning man. this off. Play in a crowd. Figure it out, man. Figure it out, pal. You're the not Knicks doing this on us." Yeah, we get a couple more shooters in that building, and maybe New York. Yeah, does a little bit better job in that series. Those games stunk. I was really looking forward to those series, man. That was a dud. It was nice to see Trey Young be Trey Young and just be like a villain. That was cool. Oh man, look at this. We're getting into. I thought New York was the villain. They're spitting on him. We're getting. Yeah, yeah. That was the thing too, where like they made Trey Young the villain. Was like, hey, people are spitting at him in New York. So like, is he the (laughs) villain or what's happening here? But. uh, I don't know Trey Young's a star, man. He's 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 built for. Oh. He's ready for it. So hey, if he takes on this role and beats the Sixers, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I'm just oh, I just yeah. don't think it'll happen. I'm at the point I mean? now where I'm it's, happy. I think it I'm happy with anything that happens as long as it's not the Utah Jazz holding up that Larry O'Brien trophy. If that happens, I'm not watching basketball for a very long time. I'm gonna be sick to my stomach. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not. If I see Rudy Gobert holding up that Finals trophy, I'm gonna be violently ill. Jeez. Yeah, that would be that. <laughs> It might happen. You know who's going to be ill? Adam Silver. He said it's going to be who? Utah? Oh, Christ. Oh, no. You, you can't fix this? this? Oh, no. Hey, Damn guys it. up there. Who was it, LeBron? 2021, uh, <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, who were we? No, they lost. Jeez. Oh, man. Had no idea. Well, I'm cool with that, too. The Nets win one? Cool. Kyrie got another ring. James Harden gets his first ring. That's awesome. I'm happy for him. Like A guy like Jeff Green will get a ring. Yeah. Blake will get a ring. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with the Bucks getting yeah. a ring, Giannis getting that ring, and people would shut the hell up about him. And then Jokic gets a ring. That's dope. That's dope as hell. Phoenix gets a ring. Yeah. Chris Paul finally gets to get that like monkey off his back of being one of the biggest losers ever. And I mean, it's. I mean, I don't think anybody's too pumped that the Clippers get one. You're like, okay, man, cool. No, I'd, I'd be, I'd be psyched as hell if Paul George gets a ring. I'd be no, so happy but, for him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it'd be cool to see someone else besides like maybe. Clyde, Dude, if Philadelphia gets a ring, still, oh man, oh. that place is gonna go. If bonkers. Ben Simmons gets a ring, you're gonna have to just ignore me for a long time. 
I'm gonna have to ignore me for a couple days, man. I might go to that. that I'm gonna be obnoxious as hell. As hell if Ben Simmons gets a ring. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that either. Trey Young gets Philly fans. You think um, them boys in New York were? uh, Be throwing batteries at the kid. I I don't know what the hell they're gonna do, but they're not gonna be. (laughs) New York was loud. We might not be as. They might not be as loud, but they're gonna be. New York was full capacity, right? Like New York City, they beat COVID, right? Like they were full capacity, right? Like that was insane. I, 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 the garden, like they were packed they in there like up. sardines, bro. They doubled up. They doubled up. Dude, people I were sitting they... on top of people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That was insane. The place was so loud, dude. I don't know how it was that loud. It was funny was to see, like I've heard it a while. you know, Spike like kind of like salter out with like five minutes left. He pulled like a LeBron in Phoenix Three where he left five minutes. Oh, early. no, I love Reggie Miller calling him out too. Reggie's <laughs> yeah, like, Reggie's like, like oh, you loser, Fairweather fan, loser. Yeah, Reggie called him out. His, dude, Reggie loves. He probably Spike Lee's there watching. Oh, he Reggie still talks shit to Spike Lee. Oh, he's sick. Yeah, I mean, so I, that's this is just it's just kind of. I woke up this morning and was like, man, I watched LeBron lose in the first round last night. I stayed up like an idiot sitting there thinking they were gonna win. They had me. They had me a couple times. I had a couple iced coffees. I was all jazzed up. I was looking. I was like, ooh, I was I was ready to go. I was so ready to go. Dude. I was watching LeBron highlights before the goddamn game. Like, and for that to happen, for no one to help him, for him not to have enough, it yeah. just that sucks. I mean, it's, the, it, the it thing really where, it, again, it's there was like, oh, the Lakers suck. Not Anthony Davis. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Duh, well, yeah. <laughs> duh. No way. Yeah. Oh man, no way. They stink without Anthony Davis? No yeah, shit, man. Brother, it's like they the weren't prepared for the, this. Duh. The Ravens playing that army uh, backup instead of Lamar. And going, yeah, they stink now. Yeah, they're they're playing Chase McSworley, and it's like, this stinks. Yeah. Not even Chase, shit, the other stinks. guy. But either way, yeah. I don't know who yeah, the other guy stink. is. Who's the other guy? Oh, also, like, real quick, can we talk about, did you see that social media post that the Ravens put out about oh, Lamar and Sammy? The <laughs> duck that they, Jesus. What the they hell said was, it was that? 30 to 40 mile per hour wins. Bro, there's no way that was the best throw he had all day. That social media guy let Lamar yeah, down, he's bro. Like, what the hell? Yeah, what are we doing? Dude, when I the threw ball the ball was even lost in Sammy's hands. It was almost hard. Dude, he had a double catch it and he didn't even get yeah. his feet down on the <laughs> sideline for a catch. I was like, this is the only rep that they had today that you could have found. Are you serious, dude? Yeah, I love Pat. Pat was defending him. But then the other guys were like, hey, it, it was like five miles per hour wins over there. That's a 10-yard out route. Dude, I was like. We're like Peyton Manning. As, the, Peyton doesn't have anything like that, bro. That was horrible. That was one of the worst yeah, balls I've was... seen in my life. And as the captain of the Lamar fan club, I was like, what is this bullshit? I was about to drive yeah, down to Owings Mills. What is what are we that? Doing? These are the deleted scenes. Yeah, those are things that you leave that alone. Are you kidding me? You couldn't find another. You bloopers. couldn't find a different a different clip, pal, to put up there. What the hell was that, man? That, dude, it's June fourth. Why hasn't Julio been I traded? I know, man. What's happening? I don't know. What, I don't know what's going on. I was especially because of the, June first. Post June first. Post June first. We're post June first, baby. Where's Julio Jones going? What's happening? Look, I think because he came on the on whatever and said that whatever. It just he didn't know he was on air. He didn't know he was on air. Well, that's yeah, yeah. You're right. I'll Jeff Green out game one. I just got the alert. Oof, that's a that's a big loss, man. That's a big Jeff loss, Green. man. I don't think he's coming back. I didn't, I didn't think he'd come back. For he this was series. he was off crutches, which is good because when I saw well, him I that next, it was, it's a little. They're just taking the. When like, I saw you know, him that next game where he was on crutches in a boot, I was like, 
That man is not playing in the second round, but he was walking around with just the boot on the other day. He looked like he was moving around a lot better, so I feel a little bit better about Uncle Jeff coming back. But if he's missing, that's a big, big loss. And Stephen Chin does a big loss for Milwaukee too. So I'm interested to see. But it's Jeff Green. I think it's bigger. I think Jeff Green's a little bit bigger. Of course, because he's another guy that you can throw at Giannis, and he could do some stuff on the offensive end a lot. If if you play him, the. you know they can come out. Bucks can start coming at these guys. Oh yeah, and that's what I think. That's I think that's what's going to be what's going to happen in the well, series. Well, I'm going to be. Bucks are going to come straight at them. You hope and so. And the Nets are. And but if the Nets control the game and they and they kind of score and get whatever they want, this is it. It's the. I'll be interested you know I mean? to see if if Steve Nash still has Kyrie checking Drew Holiday because Drew Holiday did a lot of work against Kyrie just one-on-one, especially when he was running the second unit by himself, Drew Holiday would, where they were doing a lot of just empty corner over here, pick and roll, or just one-on-one, him and backing him going. down and just going to work at him. So he, they did it in the three That's games that they played. That's what the second unit does, He was though. killing him. So Bro, Holiday, he's the key factor, dude. If he comes to the ball, this is a series. Like, this is a, this is going six, this is going seven. Milwaukee might well, just do they say, play? Do they play defend. Jim Harden on him then? Would you cover Jim Harden with Drew Holiday then? Bro, so he can't just so he can't just well just so he just can't pick so he can't just pick Kyrie apart. Yeah, you don't want a giant mismatch. Are they gonna put Joe Harris on him? So I would try to do the Trey Young Atlanta Hawks. Try to get that. Try to get Kyrie in the corner. I don't care who the hell he's on the the court. Dumbest thing I've ever seen. They didn't attack Trey Young once. (laughs) (laughs) Not one time. They didn't go at Trey Young once. Guys, five foot nine, pal. We don't want him. God, that's a beast, damn, man. man. He was just sitting in the corner. <laughs> yeah, that's the one way. Here. That's the only deficiency Trey Young has in his game. He can't defend oh. anybody, and they're just like, just stand there in the corner, bro. <laughs> yeah. Relax, man. man this guy we don't want you to get too tired because you're scoring a lot of buckets on us on the other end. We want you to conserve your energy. Man. What the hell is Tibbs doing, man? You're the guy, an offensive old... coordinator or something, bro. <laughs> I love about it. The, they talked about <laughs> Tibbs and Julius Randle in the office after the game, talking about the game the whole time. What the hell were they talking about? You know what I mean? Let's get this guy. Hey, why didn't we post up Trey Young some more or something, huh? <laughs> get him some get switches him. or something. What the fuck? Just, just run him through like a bunch of pick the and Knicks, rolls. Literally, they, I don't give a shit what you run They him put on just about a master class defensively. Honestly, they yeah, were incredible yeah, they defensively. Did. And most of the buckets they did give up was because their offense was so anemic and they turned the ball yeah. over. And it was a one-on-one, got... two-on-two, something mm-hmm. like that. Like, when they had their defense set, they did a phenomenal job. And offensively, they, they were just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Just go to work. Do something. Yeah, their offense was, was mainly why their defense dropped <laughs> at, at, um, yeah, yeah, That's really what it was. That's what yeah, it was, man. They couldn't score. God, it's painful, it man. <laughs> New York, but that's what I'm saying. Man, they won game two, and they were outside the Madison Square Garden. We want Brooklyn. We want cool. Brooklyn. It's like, are you insane, guys? Can you, beat, can you beat the Hawks first? Yeah. Can, we... you beat the, can you beat the 76ers? Then we'll talk yeah, about Brooklyn, baby. You... you just got yeah. two more rounds to get through, <laughs> yeah. guys. Come on, guys. New York is great. That's a. That's great. That's great A entertainment, though. All the videos that came out, all that the was... people talking shit outside the arena. <laughs> That one guy, he said, he said, Trey Young looks like my dad's dick. Oh, what was Why would you say that? <laughs> the guy's that? like, what? He's like, I've never seen it, but like, that's what he looks like. Weirdo, like, okay, dude. man. No, it was grade A content. Like, the Knicks had a good run for for five games content-wise, so, you know. They did. They're out. You know, what are you going to do? They overachieved. I love, the, I love the Knicks in the playoffs. The East is so bad, we can get them in the 8th seed and 7th seed. You know what I'm saying? Let's get that. 
Let's get that. Uh, junior you know, varsity. I need junior varsity crowd. crowd. I mean, but this is Saturday is the start of the the NBA finals for me. That's oh, my phone died. Yep, phone dead. That's what's up. Damn it. We spent too much time on FaceTime before we actually recorded. I think we talked for like two hours before we actually recorded. So that's the end of that anyway. I was kind of losing uh, steam there. So that's about it. Uh, yeah. He's gone. Yep. My phone did die. Uh, or did his phone die? I'm not sure which one. I think we were both talking about our phone percentages before uh, we hopped on because, again, we shot the shit too long before we actually recorded. So... That's that. Lakers are done. Uh, moment of silence. That's long enough. And, uh, you know, Portland Trailblazers, they're out of there too. And Maybe Dallas, uh, they'll knock out the Clippers tonight. We'll see. But we'll wrap it up once the uh, Clippers game is over. We'll have a quick little recap of that one. Then we'll look forward to the the actual, get into an actual, you know, conversation about the Nets and Bucks series going forward and what to look out for. And then Sunday we'll have possibly Joel Embiid in the lineup for the Sixers against the Hawks. So that's it. Yeah, I'm going to wrap this one up. And I just want to say thank you to the people that continue to listen and support the show. There's a lot of times where, you know, it doesn't really get the listens that I feel like it should or the downloads or if you look at the numbers and they're not this or not that. And, you know, it's hard to, Keep it moving, especially if you're doing it like every day. You're staying up until like two, three o'clock in the morning, and you're kind of like, like for what? I'm not getting paid to do this, but you know, I love doing this, and hopefully, me keeping to do this will eventually get me money doing it. So, just wanted to say thank you to the people who actually support the show every single day. So, I'll catch you guys later. Thanks. Bye. It's over. It's over. Y'all take it easy. I'm out.